Welcome and thank you for tuning into the Intuitive Engineer Podcast, where we divinely create the life we love by connecting our challenges to our purpose. I'm your host, Max, serving you with endless ideas and possibilities for your mind, body, and spirit. Let's glow. Let's glow. Let's glow. Let's glow. Welcome and thank you for tuning into the Intuitive Engineer Podcast. Please help me welcome my guest to the show. She is an entrepreneur, mother of three, married to her best friend and business partner, born and raised in Laia, Hawaii. She has a bachelor's degree in marriage, family, human development with a minor in English from BYU. She has performed and traveled internationally as an ambassador for BYU in the performing arts group, Living Legends. She has been with Primerica for seven years and is now a regional vice president going on three years. Please help me welcome Rachel Johnson. Thank you. I'm excited to be on here. Yes, thank you. I'm honored to have you. I like to start with a few questions for my listeners to get to know you better. How long did you live in Hawaii? I pretty much grew up there and lived there until I went to college. I know we have a BYU Hawaii right there where I live. Our home is across the street from it. So I got to grow up looking at that beautiful campus. But I just wanted to, of course, like a lot of people, right, just get off the island and do something different. I felt like BYU Provo was where I was supposed to be. I lived there until college. We moved back for a year after I graduated. And other than that, we've been up here in the what we call the mainland. So what's your favorite quote? My favorite quote. This quote, it's not by anybody most people would know. This is actually by a leader in our company who is speaking at this big event and his wife shared this quote. And I have this up, I write it down. I have a vision board. I write quotes that I love. I put it on our wall so I can see it when I wake up. It's my favorite quote, I always talk about it. This leader's wife said, be the reason that we succeed, not the reason we fell. So that's what I have on my wall. Be the reason we succeed and not the reason we fell. And the reason why she shared that quote was we're really big in partnership in our company. They encourage family and partnership if you're married. And so she talked about when her husband started working with our company, how she was so negative, 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 just complained. You know, when he would come home from appointments, she always had something negative to say, a bad attitude all the time. And she said, you know, she started realizing, okay, I can either be the reason my family fails because of my bad attitude, because I'm negative, you know, I just, I can't get on board with what my husband is trying to do for our family. And she said, or I could be one of the reasons we succeeded. And so I really took that to heart. That hit me and I just felt like, man, that's what I want to be. I don't never want to be in the goals and dreams that my husband and I have and the direction our family is going. I never want to be somebody that's holding us back from moving forward, whether it's my attitude, my lack of actions or anything like that. And so that's up on my board. Be the reason we succeed, not the reason we fail. Absolutely. I love that. I need to put that up too. (laughs) It's a great reminder. Who's your inspiration? That's a hard one because I feel like I have so many people in my life that have inspired me in different ways and different reasons. It's really hard for me to say one person. I mean, my mom, my dad for different reasons, my my grandfather. I look at my husband's father and how he was an entrepreneur. But when it comes down to it, I feel like my husband really inspires me. What we do today dealing in finance is completely out of his comfort zone and everything he ever planned on and ever knew and even wanted to do. We owned a landscaping company before this and he always worked outdoors. And so to come in and do this business and he kills it, like he's amazing. 
Um, he's such a great leader. He just has inspired me. You know, we have the same goals and dreams, but just him pushing himself so hard to get out of his comfort zone and see where he is today and see what an amazing leader and entrepreneur he is. He definitely inspires me. That's great. He definitely is an inspiration to your community, to all of us. We definitely look up to him too. Thank you. So what's a crazy but true fact about you? Crazy but true fact. Okay, I'm not going to share anything embarrassing for sure. <laughs> it's probably boring. When I went to college, like my whole goal was to actually be an interior designer. And then I got to BYU and I found out that they had cut the program two years prior. And so that's probably something you'd want to do, right? Make sure that whatever university you're going to, they actually have the major you're interested in. I guess why I would say it's crazy is any place we have lived, you would never even think that that's what I wanted to do is be an interior designer. We have one picture up on our wall in our house now. It's like four bedrooms, living room, family room, you know, dining room. We have one picture on all the walls. I think I got curtains up after a year. And I'm so slow to decorate because if I can't get everything I want for a room, I just won't put anything up. That's what I thought of. One crazy but true fact about me. <laughs> That's awesome. That's how I am. But I never wanted to be an interior designer. I'm not creative when putting pictures on the walls. Yeah, it's probably I wasn't. I probably wouldn't have been really good at it. So <laughs> <laughs> you would have been. So what is something out of your comfort zone? Something out of my comfort zone. That was hard for me to think of for a while was what's out of my comfort zone because I feel like when I'm challenged with something, even if it scares me, like I'll step up and I'll do it. It almost excites me because it's a little adrenaline rush. Like, oh my gosh, it's so scary. I'm going to do it anyway, right? Right. So I really had to think about this one. And what I thought of was, what's really out of my comfort zone is singing. Not singing in a group, but singing by myself. I've never, ever done karaoke. And I grew up in Hawaii where like everybody can sing and everybody sings karaoke. That is totally out of my comfort zone because I feel like I can't sing. So I love singing with a group. I love to sing. I just don't feel like I'm great at it. So I've never even done karaoke. That is totally out of my comfort zone. Oh man, we'll have to get together and do karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it just for you. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Thank you for those. So I'd like to talk a little bit about how I know Rachel. Your husband, Brigham, asked my husband if he could come over and show us some insurance stuff. And that's when it all started. We started getting to know you guys. You were pregnant, but you were traveling. So we didn't meet you at the time. Yeah, Rachel was pregnant, traveling, just being a boss. <laughs> and then eventually my husband got into America with Rachel and her husband. And we killed it. Oh my goodness, you guys are amazing. We love you guys. We consider you guys family. Thank you. So I wanted to touch a little bit on your businesses that you started prior to Primerica. What was the difference that led you to Primerica? We had our hand in helping different family members in business. After we got our degrees, my husband and I were always more entrepreneur minded. We always knew, even though we were getting our degrees, we always knew we were going to be business owners. Just the lifestyle, the freedom we knew we could have, of course, you know, the income, the control, ownership, all of that. It was something we always knew we wanted. That's the life we wanted to have and what we could pass on to our kids. So 
Out of college, we moved around a bit. When we were in Hawaii after a year, we had an opportunity to move to Florida, Merritt Island, Florida, where Kennedy Space Center is and Cape Canaveral, and help my father-in-law with a business. It was a multimedia company. They worked with investors from the Dominican Republic. They were working on actually building a stadium because so many Major League Baseball players come from the DR. But it was just about getting that word out and getting more marketing advertising out about baseball players from the DR. So we worked on that and it was such an awesome opportunity for us to learn more about business. After a year, we moved back to Utah. Brigham also helped my brother-in-law with his business. He's an amazing mechanic and they flipped cars. So Brigham was able to learn that and really help him develop his business especially the financial side and things like that. And then in the meantime, I had a business of my own and I was always, again, entrepreneur-minded. Even when I was pregnant or we had little kids at home, I always liked doing something of my own and having a little business of my own. I had that of my own. And this is maybe the fun fact I should have shared. I actually bake special Hawaii desserts that Hawaii's known for and I sold them to local restaurants in Utah County. We just were so grateful for the opportunity that we had to learn from different people and different opportunities and have our hand in these things, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. I never even knew you guys lived in Florida either. Yeah, we loved it, it's awesome. Yeah, how was the humidity? <laughs> oh my gosh, I literally, I'd be sitting in the shade reading a book and I would just be dripping sweat in the summer. Definitely worse okay. than Hawaii as far as humidity but we loved the beach, we loved the people, they were so friendly. I definitely could have lived there longer. Yeah. What led you to Primerica and what's the difference of owning businesses compared to what you're doing now? What led us to Primerica, we came back to Utah my husband started a landscape company. That's what he majored in, landscape management. He had done that before. He served a mission for our church. That's what he knew, his degree was in that. And so we're like, okay, we're gonna start a business in that. We worked really hard to get that going, finding contracts and everything, building up the capital to do that. We don't wanna go into debt for that business. So he was running that business and a friend of mine needed some help getting training done for Primerica. And in Primerica, a lot of people just like to work with Primerica part-time. That's kind of what the position was created for, just part-time families that just need to bring in extra income. She just needed to get some training in since she didn't have any background in the financial industry. So we sat down and helped her because we felt like, yeah, we know what it's like to get a business going. We're so happy to support you. When she sat down with us, we were completely debt-free. I'd been investing since I was 18 years old and we had a business running and our degrees were done. So we didn't feel like we had a lot to learn, but we were totally open to learning still. So they sat down and they shared with us what Primerica does for families, how they help families put a plan together financially, just get ahead and get on track. And I was really surprised that they showed us how we could hit our financial goals even faster, our investment goals, our retirement goals even faster. And so from that, I just told my husband, you know, if this is something that we benefited from, you know, we weren't set, but we felt like we were on the right track. I told him, man, if we could benefit from this and this company is willing to just teach people part-time, they pay for the licensing, I would love to do this. And even if we don't earn a penny from this company, I feel like this would benefit us the rest of our lives. This knowledge, these licenses, money's on everybody's mind every day. This would benefit us, just help us handle our finances even better. So I just started part-time because of the education. And that's not usually something you hear, I guess, it doesn't really excite people, the education. <laughs> but that was something that was appealing to me. And then of course, because it was an opportunity that we could even just part-time have control over our schedule and our income, we were already business-minded. So that was simple for us to make that decision too and know that this was a great opportunity for us. Oh yeah. So the other businesses, did you guys have employees? 
So in Florida, that was all Brigham's family. Actually, some of his siblings moved out to Florida and everybody helped with different parts of the media company. They traveled together, everything. And I was pregnant at that time with our second son. And then when we met you guys, I was pregnant with our daughter. But yeah, in Brigham's landscaping company, we were at the point where we were starting to hire employees because we just were getting too busy. And when it started off, it was just me and Brigham. I mean, I was out there mowing lawns. People laugh about it and I laugh about it too. I remember we went to Uber helping a friend landscape their home. They hired us and I remember her washing the dishes and like taking a second glance out the window because she saw me <laughs> wheelbarrow with mulch in it, you know, and I'm 5'3", my husband's 6'7". And so I think she was just shocked, like, okay, I expected Brigham to be out here breaking his back, but what are you doing with this wheelbarrow? And you're in my yard. And I was just like, yeah, we're gonna do whatever it takes to build our business. But when we started Primerica, we were at a point where we were able to start hiring people because we were getting busy. So yeah, we did have some employees. That's awesome. And that's so important for people to hear because some people think, oh, we'll just hire a bunch of employees. But then they don't see what goes into doing a business and then you have to pay the employees. So then, yeah, you're out there doing what you got to do. How does that differ from Primerica? I almost feel like it doesn't as far as working together. In Primerica, they really encourage partnership. And that was actually something that was huge for us. When we went on our first company trip, the CEO talked about bringing your children on the trip and showing them, you know, when you work hard, this is what happens. You get opportunities like this. They talk so much about if you're married, work with your spouse. If you're not married, it's okay. Partner with your leaders, your mom, your sibling, if they're working with the company. So that was really big to me. I feel like that wasn't different in that way from his landscaping company. But in Primerico, there was already an amazing and successful proven system developed with a company that has been around for 42 years. So we had all of that in Primerica, wherein my husband's landscaping company, a traditional business, we had to learn how to make a name for ourselves. We had to go out and advertise and market for ourselves. We had to come up with the payroll to pay our employees. We were really fortunate Primerica had all of that already for us. Yeah, that's awesome that they already have that in place for you. You do, you have to do the work, right? Right. So you guys help people get life insurance and so financing. So what makes you uniquely qualified to discuss how important it is to be financially prepared in life? Personally, I feel like we've had experiences just like anybody else. You know, we were debt-free when we started Primerica, but there's times in our life when we've had debt. There's times in our life when we were struggling financially and we haven't been on track. And we are just like any other Main Street American family. We've had those experiences. But since being in the company for seven years, we have multiple state life insurance licenses, a fully securities license, which just means I have my investment licenses. We're able to help families with that. And so we've been doing that for seven years, sitting down with families face-to-face, across the kitchen table, getting to know them, finding out where they are financially, and then talking to them about, hey, what are your goals? Where do you want to be? Because most people aren't where they want to be. And most people are working to get by. They're busy getting by and not busy getting ahead. So we're trying to help families to get ahead of them. We've been doing that for seven years. So we feel like, you know, just that through that experience and working hard to be good at our profession and be an expert in what we're doing hopefully that qualifies us to help some families out why is that so important to you to get up every morning go across people's kitchen tables and teach this what keeps you going you know to be honest when i started it really was like great education this is just part-time we actually didn't want to do this full-time or run a franchise because we already had a company going 
But as I started just getting trained and then sitting down with clients and families, and some of these were people that I love, family and friends, it wasn't even just hearing about where they were financially. Sometimes it was just hearing about their goals and dreams and seeing that, wow, what we just did for them totally helped them out. Man, they're going to get out of debt 30 years sooner than what they were on track to do. You know, we were able to protect them when they had zero knowledge about what they were supposed to be doing with income protection. And so my testimony just grew over time, I think became deeper and not so shallow, just about education, but really became deeper about how I could really see that we were helping families and getting hit and see the relief people had sometimes tears in their eyes when we helped them out. And that's awesome. We love helping people. There's a lot of goals we have in our life. The root of it is we wanna be in a position to help our family more and help our community more. We wanna be in a better position financially to do that. And just also mentally, we wanna be able to be somebody that can inspire and influence others for the better. For sure. So you come across as just so confident. Whatever challenges is thrown your way, you just handle it. How do you handle rejection and what are the fears that you go through? Because so many people that are in Primerica or sales, you know, that's hard. I know from my personal experience, where do you go to <laughs> to channel this confidence to keep going, to keep presenting, to keep going to people's houses and then you get rejected sometimes? Yeah, no, I totally understand because I've been there and I still get there, you know, right. and you have fear. And so in our company, we have such a great referral system and I highly recommend to any new agent, just train with people that love you and you love them. They're going to help you get your name out. Just like any other business, your family and friends are the first people you would talk to, to get support from. You want them to know what you're doing, help you get your name out for your restaurant, your opening, things like that. It's the same thing we teach people in Primerica. So I remember when I would even just make a call to ask someone to help me with training. I literally would lock myself in our bedroom upstairs. I told my husband, Brigham, like, don't you come near the door. I don't want you to even hear what I'm saying. <laughs> I would sit there for about half an hour and just stare at this number. And it was a family or friend, you know, somebody that I knew loved me and I love them. And it just right. scared me. That two letter word N-O scared me so bad. It doesn't scare kids, but over time, it just becomes something we get scared of as adults. I remember sitting there for half an hour sometimes, just thinking of all the things that are gonna go wrong. <laughs> But we have this thing and we teach our kids this. If you don't ask, the answer is always no. So after about 30 minutes of me freaking out and imagining all these different scenarios that hadn't even happened, I would have to just like psych myself up and turn off my brain and just pick up the phone. I literally, I do that. Like I'd be like, okay, I'm just gonna pick up the phone. I'm gonna pick up the phone. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. And I pick up the phone and I'd start calling. And you do that every single day and it gets easier and you get more confident and you start realizing, okay, it's not that bad. And I don't get that many no's. And I got to a point where I could master things so good because I just practiced and I worked hard. And I don't know, when I like psych myself up to do things, I get out of my comfort zone. When it's something like this, when things get tough, we're so entrepreneur minded. I know you asked like the difference between a business and an entrepreneur. To me, it's mindset, total mindset. Entrepreneurs have this mindset where it isn't just about you, it's about other people too. You can be a business owner, you can work on your own, you know, you can have a small business, but an entrepreneur, it's more about leadership. It's more about influencing others too. And so it's a difference between mindset. And that's what it always came back to. I felt like, okay, here's our option. If I don't suck it up and push myself out of my comfort zone right now, well, what's the option? The option 
option is tomorrow we both have to go get full-time jobs and that is where we're going to be the rest of our life and i'm not joking like there were so many times in our business where we felt like i don't know how we can continue to keep going we'd sit down and have a serious talk me and my husband brigham and it always came down to okay if we are too afraid or, or we can't keep pushing you know forward here's the other option tomorrow we are both looking for full-time jobs so that's what it always came back to we were more afraid of being at a full-time job for the rest of our life than picking up a phone that's what gets me through i always tell people i used to say fake it till you make it but a good friend and leader of ours said no don't say fake it till you make it you say faith it till you make it and i said yeah that's so true it is faith it till you make it and that's how we have always functioned you know we include god in everything we believe you know if we work hard and do our part he's going to make up for the difference so that's what has helped us oh my goodness i love that i love faith it till you make it that's amazing. I went live on Facebook probably a couple months ago and I talked about that, like people saying, fake it till you make it. And it's like, no, don't fake it till you make it because people will sense the fakeness. They don't buy into that. And people who have made it to the top did not fake it, right? right. They just take this leap of faith, then they get into action. That's so important. Thank you for sharing that. So many people, including myself, I do that too. I'm just like, should I text? Should I call? Should I email? And then I finally just am like, send. <laughs> I know, right? No, we, it's I so know. Scary. I, so I get in my way so much. I need to get on my own way so we can get it done. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's just our thoughts. And then when we do it, it's just totally different from the story that we just told ourselves. Totally. It's so funny. Thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. So what can we expect to see Rachel Johnson accomplish this year? This year, I think every entrepreneur and business owner, you got some income milestones. We definitely have income milestones that we want to hit in our company. And the reason why I talk about that is we understand that with these income milestones, it's going to allow us to have more opportunities for our family, more options. And it's going to put us in a position to influence others, whether that be being able to speak to others more in public or opportunities like this. I'm so privileged to be on your podcast, you know, just influence others, whether it's somebody watching us on social media saying, oh my gosh, holy smokes, if they did it, we could do it too, right? We have milestones like that in our company that we want to hit for our family. We know that if we hit these milestones, we're going to be able to help our team. We love, love our team. And when I say our team, that's who we work with in our office. We're nothing without our team. And we know that if we can put ourselves in a better position financially, actually too, we're going to be able to do more for them. You know, we have a lot of income milestones we want to make happen this year. And the other one is we want to be able to provide this opportunity for other people in our office and on our team. Our goal is to promote another regional vice president, which means someone else is going to be opening up their own franchise, their own brokerage of the company and be able to run that themselves. That's our goal is to help at least, we have a goal to do more than one, but we want to make sure we have at least one regional vice president opening up their own franchise and brokerage being their own business owner before the year is done. Those are great. I'm excited to see you guys. I love watching you guys on social media and all the great things that you guys are doing and your team. Thank you. Congratulations. I know you guys are going to hit those goals because you guys are go-getters. You guys are such an inspiration to me and Kevin. We look up to you guys. I'm we always like, you guys. I'm serious. look what they're doing. <laughs> That's so awesome. Thank you, Max. You're welcome. So if there's one piece of advice you could impart on the audience, what would it be? I love this question. This is what it would be. When I started being an entrepreneur and we started all these different businesses and especially in Primerica, and I think, I don't know if women get this question more, but I had this question and I feel like women have asked me this question more. 
how do you balance everything? And they're talking about their business life, family life, and their children and their spiritual life. I asked that question too when I started, how do you balance everything? How do you find balance? Because we had young children and we were running this business together. The two people that I asked, they were probably the wrong ones to ask because they had no children. So their answer to me was, there is no balance. It's 100% Primerica. And I was never satisfied with that answer. I was like, no, no, that doesn't make sense to me. And I'm sure they had a deeper meaning to that, right? I just was so new, I didn't know. But one piece of advice I would leave is, I don't feel like there is balance. To me, the word balance means it's something separate. It's two different things, right? Or a couple of different things you're trying to balance out. And to me, there is no balance. You need to incorporate everything. You always hear people talk about God, family, business, and they don't need to be separate. They should be in that order. And if they're in that order, everything will fall into place, but they shouldn't be separate. And I'm so grateful, you know, we have this company that encourages family and they talk about God and they open meetings with prayer. I feel like our business is stronger because we have included our family and we've done things like that by talking to our children about what our goals and dreams are. This is why we are in this company and this is why we're working so hard. Even when our kids were little and we celebrated things with them and milestones and goals with them. I think if you do that, whether it's your business, whether you're going after a career, whether you're going Going back to school full-time I mean, whatever it is if you include your family your children your spouse you know your siblings your parents and you let them know this is what our goals are and this is why we're doing this and this is how you're a part of it right we talk to our kids about that all the time we included them in our vision boards we included them in goals for the new year and business goals too we understood hey if we can hit these milestones these are things we're gonna be able to accomplish as a family and then we celebrate with them we had things especially when they were younger we had things like fun Friday and super Saturday and what it was is hey if these are mom and dad's goals for the week and if we hit these things then fun Friday these are things we're gonna get to do and you get to pick which one and it doesn't have to be anything expensive I mean sometimes it was we're gonna have a movie night you're gonna get to pick the movie and we're gonna make river float and the kids were like looking forward to Friday and when the babysitter came they didn't cry they didn't complain because they knew mad mom and dad are going out to win for us and if they go and win for us we get to have root beer floats and movies on Friday night so that's my advice is don't try to find balance. Don't try to keep things separate. Everything should be a part of it. God should be a part of your business, a part of your family life. Your family should be in your business. Your business, I think our family is stronger. Brigham and I are better parents because of Primerica and definitely because of our faith in God. And so we make sure everything is included and intertwined and we feel like everything is stronger for it. So don't try to separate things. If you need to find balance, make sure you find ways to include God and family together with your business. Oh, that's so good. That's such great information and so many people need to hear that because people think I just got to work, work, work. And, you know, people think sometimes our family has to take the back burner. But no, I mean, when you're home, you're home and you need to spend time with your family. Just being present in those moments, being present at church, you're giving your time to God at that moment. When you're reading your scriptures, you're giving your time. When you're spending time with your family, it's their time. And when you're at work, you're on the grind. You know, you're not on the phone with your family the whole time you're at work. You're on the grind. You're working. So important. There's no balance. You have your own balance, but definitely be present when you're doing those things. That's awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Rachel is in Primerica. That is her business. Do you guys have any other businesses? Right now, this is our focus. There's a lot of goals we want to accomplish here in Primerica first. Okay. Before we do anything else. And, and we definitely know down the road, like a lot of leaders have been able to do other businesses, but we feel like we still need to be 100% focused here first. Okay. 
And you mentioned that you want to talk, definitely do more podcasts. What's your message that you would want to get across? I just feel like when we share our story, hopefully, or, you know, you kind of know our story. I hope people can see that, you know, if they can do it, we can do it. This girl from Hawaii, this kid that grew up in the military, this military brat and this island girl, you know, can do it. We can do it too. Not even just that, how we grew up, but just struggles that we go through. I mean, same thing everybody goes through, experiences these different things and just knowing, hey, we can go through hard things. The road to success, it's a road with failure on it and just failing forward. And I just hope people can look at us and say if they could do it, we could do it too. And I definitely feel like we wouldn't be where we are today if it wasn't for God. And I feel like, you know, every opportunity we have to share our testimony of Him also, that's what we're going to do too. If it's through our business and opportunities, we have to speak to other people and just share just that little piece of advice like hey include God in everything you do your family your business you're gonna be stronger for it and the other way around we know we couldn't accomplish things without him so that's the other thing too is I, I mean those are things I personally feel I bet you talk to my husband and, and there are different goals that he has as we grow our business but I hope people can look at us and say that they can do it too if we could and just get some different ideas of how they can continue to grow to by our examples definitely all right where can people find you so we have our own broker website. If you looked at Primerica Rachel Johnson, we have our broker website. And then of course we're on social media, on Facebook. My husband and I, we share a page together on Facebook, Brigham and Rachel Johnson. I don't know why his name is first because I swear I can't handle all our social media. <laughs> Everybody thinks he's the one posting, but it's me. We should probably switch their names around. On Instagram, at Team Big Johnson. That's our team name. And we have our franchise, our brokerage in American Fork, Utah. Awesome. All right. Well, you heard Rachel Johnson and she's doing amazing things in her business and willing to speak and be on more podcasts. So go follow her, find her on Facebook and Instagram. But I just want to close by thanking you, Rachel, for being willing to take time out of your busy schedule to share your story and just showing up every day in this confident leader and being an inspiration to your team, to me, to your family. And I love that you involve your kids, you involve God in your business life, because it's so important that our kids see us striving for our goals too. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for asking me to speak, Cersei. It's such a privilege. And uh, we love seeing everything you and Kevin are going after. And we know you guys are building an awesome empire for your family. And we're so excited to be able to know you guys. And we just feel so blessed to know you both. Thank you.